Imagine if a couple found out that they had conceived and then spent nine months just discussing back and forth their theories about on what day their baby would be born, but never put together the nursery or bought diapers. Or what if a family was expecting out-of-town company and they spent a lot of time trying to guess exactly what time that their company would arrive and pull up at their house, but did nothing to prepare a place for them to sleep or have groceries on hand in order to feed their guests? Or how silly would it be if a blizzard was coming and city officials debated back and forth about just how many inches of snow they thought was going to fall but no one thought to see if the salt trucks were loaded or if they had drivers for the plows. There's a big difference between predicting and preparing, isn't there? And I think that's the point that Holy Mother Church wants to drive home for us on this first Sunday of Advent as we begin this new year of grace, this new church year. When we think about Advent, I think most readily we think of it as a time in which we prepare to celebrate Christmas, which certainly is very much what Advent is about. But there's another layer to this season that is especially present in this first week, and it's important for us to be attentive to it because we easily neglect this aspect of Advent. It's the reality of Christ's second coming. Advent is not merely a time to prepare to celebrate anew his first coming at Christmas, but it's a time in which the church reminds us that he is coming again and that we need to prepare for that coming. That Christ will come again is very clear from the scriptures. Jesus is quite straightforward about it in the gospel. At an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. The second coming of Christ will be that moment of the the final judgment when the bodies of all the dead will be raised, the just to eternal life and the unjust to eternal separation from God. In that moment, all will be made manifest. We'll hear hear those words in our preface today before the Eucharistic prayer. It's going to be this amazing moment in which we'll understand how all of history has been guided by the providential hand of God. And then, finally, God will be all in all. There will be a new heavens and a new earth. But here's the rub. Our Lord is very insistent that we will not know ahead of time the hour of his coming. The only thing we know, to paraphrase the words of St. Paul today in our second reading, is that we're one day closer today than we were yesterday to that moment. And I think the reason for our Lord's ambiguity is quite simple. He wants us to spend the time we have on earth preparing, not predicting. The problem is that we all too easily forget this truth of Christ coming again. If we're relatively healthy, then we don't think much about this. We get very comfortable on earth 
We forget that this life is passing. That either at the moment this world comes to an end or at the moment of our death, whichever comes first, everything will pass away. Which means the most important thing for us to do, the most important way for us to spend our lives on earth is to spend them preparing ourselves for that moment. And so this is why we're issued this wake-up call on this first Sunday of Advent. The night is far past. The day is come. Awake from your slumber. In a way, the whole of our life is an Advent season. And we're reminded of that in a more intense way during this liturgical season of the year. So how are we to prepare? What is it we're meant to be doing during our earthly life? It's really not all that complicated. We're called to prepare by living the way that Christ and his church have been teaching us for 2,000 years. We prepare by throwing off the works of darkness and putting on the armor of light. Again, quoting St. Paul in our second reading. A beautiful reading that might be good to go back to throughout the week and pray with and meditate upon. We're supposed to throw off the works of darkness, to strip away sin from our lives, and then to put on the armor of light to clothe ourselves in all of the virtues of the Christian life. Which means that the choices that you and I make with the freedom that God has given us, those choices are not unimportant. They literally have eternal consequences. How I choose to use that freedom God has given me will determine my destiny. I love the collect for this first Sunday of Advent that we prayed at the beginning of Mass. We ask the Lord that we might run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds at his coming. See, there it is again. We're meant to be preparing by these freely chosen righteous deeds. Deeds of virtue and holiness. So that when Christ comes, we'll run forth to meet him. When do we run forth to meet someone? It's when we're expecting their coming and when we're overjoyed that they have arrived. You see, that will be our reaction to the coming of Christ, either at the moment of our death or at the end of time, if we're preparing throughout our lives. If we're ever mindful of the truth that this world is passing, And that what really matters is that when he comes, he finds us ready. And if we're living our lives in that spirit, then when he comes, we're going to run forth to meet him with great joy in our hearts. But if we're not expecting him, if we're not spending our lives preparing for him, then you know what will happen when he comes? We'll see him as a disturbance, an interruption. And we'll resent him. We'll be like the people who were eating and drinking and making merry when the rain came and were then carried away by the flood. So today the Lord asks us to ponder 
Where are we at the start of this new year of grace? Where do we find ourselves on this first Sunday of Advent? What sin needs to be stripped away in my life? What virtue needs to be put on so that I'm prepared for the coming of the Lord? The church, with the love of a mother, reminds us today what our life on earth really is meant to be all about. May we have grace to welcome that reminder. May it fill us with a new resolve to live our lives preparing for the coming of our King. And may it renew in us the hope that we will be with him in perfect bliss for all eternity in the new heavens and the new earth when he comes to usher in that glorious kingdom. St. Patrick, pray for us.